0: Is Jess.
1: What's up, guys? Why else? No chase. The night shift today.
0: That's right. The, uh, well, they don't know when we're recording, but yep, yeah, night shift today. <laughs> just the two of us on for Talk to just Me. The two
1: of us. We could make this
0: podcast (laughs) if we stay up late enough. It's Talk To Me. (laughs) Talk To Me, the new horror movie. I've I've talked about it a couple of shows so far, and I kept saying, I don't think we're going to get to it. We don't have time. It's going to lose out of theaters because it's a horror movie. They're ever in theaters for a couple weeks, but uh, we were able to squeeze it in. Just told me she saw it, and I'm like, awesome. I will run to the theater and see it as well because I want to see it, and I want (laughs) to talk about it. So, uh that's, that's how you heard about it, right, Jess, or had you heard about it before I said something?
1: I'm sure I've seen a preview for it, and I've just nodded my head and said, yep, that's, I'm going to do it. That's just that's a Jess movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I think you did tell me some other time. You probably texted me and said, yo, this thing got like ninety over 95 and Rotten Tomatoes. It and was like like oh my god!
0: I, I saw ninety five short or it was like ninety minutes, and I I heard, read I had heard things like on my movie communities. I'm like I think this is the right formula here. But uh, when a group of friends discovers how to conjure spirits by using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. Nice and vague uh, horror movie premise. Ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes with the critics. And you got a, well, why is everything frozen now? 82% with the audience. So, 94 critics, 82 audience, 7.5 IMDb. High scores. This is directed by Danny and Michael Filippo. This is their directorial debut. I don't know if those names ring a bell to you, Jess. Apparently, they're big they YouTubers. They're Australian YouTubers. They make the huh. channel Raka Raka, which I have never viewed we've we, we've just last couple episodes we were talking about how nicole watches a bunch of youtube shows and so do i and i don't know if you do too but like youtube shows kind yeah. of a thing and uh yeah, i don't know maybe it's a it's a younger person thing you're not you don't get it uh well
1: i i watch like the makeup tutorials and stuff i don't watch the shows
0: i say that's like that's like your are like everyone has their own niche youtube content i feel like and your and maybe yours is makeup tutorials ours is like random people talking about stuff but I, I don't know these guys apparently this is their first movie they they've done other stuff like small like tiny stuff and youtube stuff one of them fought on a jake paul card like one of those like youtube boxing match things one of them was a a boxer and one of that but uh, they made this they made this horror movie it's got good reviews and if you want to see it before we spoil it is their genre theaters. always horror on um their what show they do on youtube yeah, yeah. so their show, I was reading about, I, I probably should have watched some of their videos just based on the movie, I was like, yeah, I would have been curious, but yeah, it's like horror comedy, live action horror comedy is what it says, so, um, yeah, like uh, same kind of A24 people movies that, you know, we, we typically watch, um, but anyway, that's what it's about, that's what the scores are, that's the, the, the background. Uh, we're going to spoil it here now so if you have any interest in theaters go check it out before it's gone it's about to be gone so go last chance all right talk to me uh crowded house party is kind of where we start and our main characters i mean it's a it's a minor ensemble cast but i would say our main character is mia and uh she is got like a little like friend group ensemble cast of people uh they're young people the she her mother has died we learn about their whole character backgrounds, but the crux of the movie is, the the horror element of the movie is this uh, paper mache, not paper mache, embalmed hand is what they call it, but it's like, um, yeah. plaster, you know, that, like, yeah. plastery, um, fake-looking thing. Anyway, it's this hand, and apparently, when you grab it, you, this crazy supernatural thing happens to you, and everyone records it on their videos, you see different, it's basically like, Six uh, Sixth Sense, you see dead people, but you see, like, dead people every time, different dead people, and, uh... You you like hallucinate and like it's a pleasurable experience apparently because after everyone does it you grab the hand you fucking like basically O face for sixty seconds while like demons take over you and you're like "Mm, this is good stuff and so they all get like addicted to like grabbing the (laughs) hand and then yeah and then it goes (laughs) yeah
1: how how fucked up do you think that is like say you met a group of friends and they do this and they see demons, like, would you just be like, oh, that's cool, like, let me join or would you be like, absolutely not, get me the hell out of here, I don't want to do this like, this is not for me.
0: It's, it's really hard to say because in, like, real life I'm such a, I'm such a, like I don't believe, like, I believe in supernatural things, like, to, like, very very faint degrees where, like if there was, like, a real life, I'm the, I'm the dumb guy in a horror movie, I guess is what I'm saying like, when people are like, oh, don't go in the basement, I would be like in real life, I'd be like, there's there's nothing that's going to happen. And okay,
1: then, so say you, <laughs> so you watch someone and then you did see them hallucinate and like act like a ghost. I'd try would it. Would be like, okay, let me I'd try, try
0: it. it? I'd try the hand. Uh, would you not try the I hand? I
1: don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I would. Like... With the face stretching and the eyeballs, I would be like, "No, nah, no, nah, it's okay." I'd probably watch, honestly. I'd probably watch my friends do it, but I don't know if I'll do it myself.
0: I, I, a lot of it boils down to like so, like the whole movie is, and uh, you know, th- this is what happens in the movie. We follow the main character, and she, they, they get addicted to the hand. The hand goes too far, basically, and then uh, uh, the second half, you can't. It would be all spoilery stuff, so we'll, we'll save that for the second half of the discussion, but. Basically, hand hand is metaphor for, like, hard drugs, I would say. Like, it's like, you yeah. know, you do, like, hard drugs with your friends at a party, and, like, oh, it's so amazing, and then next time you do it, it's, like, a smaller group, and you do it all night, and then oh, someone went too far, the new kid, they OD'd, they took too much, you know, and then the last...
1: The cops are involved, everyone's kind of like, oh that's shit, right. what do we do now? The
0: worried parent, like, are you guys fucking having a party? Having a party? In quotations, <laughs> like, we know, we get the, it's, we get it, it's, uh, you guys doing drugs? And, and she even says, it like, the thing, oh, she had no drugs in your system, I'm, I'm so sorry, I should have trusted you, and yeah, they, I, that's when I texted you, the last third, basically, I was like, I'm in the middle of this thing, and, uh, I'm very so excited to see how this wraps up, because, um, before we go any further what did you think of this what did you think of talk to me
1: so i i was excited to see it again we talked about it before it came out i saw a few people like on their instagram story say they saw it and it was so good so i was like all right this is something i have to see um i was hooked from the beginning and the way that it was filmed just seems so unique like just the shots that was taken or like the perspectives it's I don't know if it's an Australian thing, like kind of <laughs> how like the Koreans are good at like horror movie or something, but they've got some good perspectives here. Um The main character—I don't think I recognize not one character or actor from. No, anything. me neither. So these are all new faces. I didn't know what to expect. Um I really liked the main character and her best friend. Like I think they are—they did like an awesome job. Um It definitely. It, it time went by so fast. You're just, like, watching this movie, totally into it. I hate that I have this bad habit, but if I watch a movie I'm really into, like, with my phone, I'll follow along on Wikipedia just to make sure there's no details that I miss. Oh, no. See, like, <laughs> you didn't spoil yourself know, by I, accident, did you? <laughs> I don't think I... Maybe one or two things, but nothing, like, crazy. Like, I'll just read sentence and then I'll watch it and re-sentence. And I'm like It's okay. Did I get that right? Like, I was fully, <laughs> like, in this movie. It was... And it was unique. Like, a lot of horror movies have reoccurring themes or you kind of know what to expect. This is a new kind of twist that we haven't seen, and I, I appreciated the creativity of it.
0: Yeah, I I was watching this, and I, I think, well, oh, the first, like, 20 minutes or so, I'm like, this is, like, okay. This is, like, pretty solid setup. I, I thought a lot about It Follows while watching this and a lot about um Smile. I think I like this better than both of those. I really enjoyed this a lot. This is, this... This hit or beat expectations. I'm not really sure yet, but it kind of got better as I watched it. Like every, I almost liked every scene better than the last. It kept getting better for me. And as it, like the, like the first, what it really, really is the first effective is the very first hand scene. Like when it gets revealed at the party, because before all that, we're kind of just day in the life, talking to people, hanging out and it's, it's good camera work. It's kind of close up. It reminds me of Duplass Brothers stuff where you're kind of close with people. And then when the hand scene happens, it's so the first hand scene is so tense, like it's really well executed. The, I love the cameras, like when the hands like up and down to the floor, like it makes you feel like the camera angle is from the hands or POV. It really, it's effective. It yeah, and it makes and you just like yeah. the makeup
1: of them getting, I don't know, like the ghost taking over their body, like their faces, the way it changed, and the yeah. way their eyes bulge, and the way that they're choking, and their their mouths turn blue. Like that looks so realistic.
0: That's what I got to imagine. Like, these guys are... And this is what I'm I'm hoping for more of these kind of movies. Because these guys are YouTube guys who have made a channel for 10 years. And they're a horror comedy. So, I imagine, like, they've basically just been trying out bullshit for 10 years, you know? And, like, making their own little fun home movies. And and you know, they get a following. They get money. They get a chance to make a, a movie movie. Like, a real movie. And they. it's basically just been practice and practice in years. And now you get to put your, you know, your practice into effect. And I think this is a... I hope that this is, like, a good pathway for more like young content creators that like aren't studio people like making their own stuff and then it gets noticed and then it becomes something like this because there's a lot of unique stuff here and I, like i said before it I, in my opinion it gets better like at, when you said the last half hour you text me like oh you're in for a ride i'm like i already feel like i'm in for a ride and then <laughs> it did not disappoint i really think like when movies I, we always say like they have a cut, uh, tough time sticking the landing especially these smaller ones like we both i think love barbarian but the I think we agree. The last, oh yeah, yeah, the last third of Barbarian's a little weak. Like it's not, it stumbles a little bit there. Where this, I love the no th-
1: stumbling, no <laughs> stumbling at all. It's a, it's
0: almost a perfect ending. It's amazing. It's, uh, yeah, I, I have only almost only nothing. But like, if I, what if I had to nitpick, it drags a little here and there with the talky. Like it gets a little too talky at times, but not much. I don't know. I like my characters.
1: Yeah, I, I can't think of the the mom stuff was kind of annoying. I don't know. So, if you were, what's the friend's name? Jade?
0: Jade is, yeah, is the friend. Her? like the So, the, what's the, really I want to make sure I understand the relationships here. Mia's just, like, close family friend of Jade, and Riley's the kid, right? Riley's, like, the yeah the little brother. It just
1: seems like she, they're friends, and Mia kind of got lost when she lost her mom, so I think
0: she yeah.
1: clings to this family as her family since, her relationship with her dad kind of got estranged after her mom passed away, so I think she's kind of like, eh, this is my family.
0: Yeah, okay, I, I, I was a little lost in the beginning. I was like, are they siblings? And then I was like, the obvious, like, well, they're different races, so I must be missing something here. Are they, there no, 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 it seemed like
1: it, because in <laughs> yeah. the first scene, like, he picks, like, I thought she was a babysitter. Like, she picked Riley. Oh, okay, up yeah. Highly. And I was like, oh, maybe she's just babysitting him or picking him up or taking him somewhere. But then you kind of realize she's just kind of like part of the family.
0: I made a note. Uh, I, I said if you want to make your character characters likable quickly in a movie, have them sing... Uh, songs loudly in the car to each other, like like because everyone does that with their friends <laughs> and family, and like immediately it makes you endearing. And the uh, I don't know, I just noticed it in the movie. Did you
1: not think that they were going to crash that car just the way she was driving and singing? I thought that was where it was going. Oh, happen. you were like she was just recklessly like singing, driving, like not even paying attention to the road. And then it's dark out, and I'm like, all right, this is this going to start with like? With
0: a car crash. And a horror movie, too. You never know. And it's it's funny that you mentioned that, because no, no, I wasn't thinking that, but I've heard other people who watch a lot of horror movies, or especially ones who like, have problems watching horror movies, say whenever whenever someone's in a car in a horror movie, they can't help but be like, is a car crash about to happen? Is something going to jump in the road? Is somebody going to jump in the backseat? <laughs> or like they're just expecting something horrible to happen in a car every time <laughs> in a horror movie. Yeah. But- yeah, I guess you're, you guys are more veteran horror movie watchers than me. I, I, I get suckered Shoot. in, maybe, but um, yeah, like like the relationships are all, like on point, all all quickly. And if we're talking like like so like the the arc of this movie, she's the main character. She loses her mom, and she's she's lost. And the metaphor for drugs, like she's uncomfortable at the party, and she takes the drugs. She takes the hand, and she's like she's the one who's most into it. I think they even make a note. At the beginning, that's like, oh, you're only supposed to go for 90 seconds and you went a little over. So, oh, you went a little too hard your first time, kind of thing. And so, so. I don't
1: think I understood the 90 second rule until I read the Wikipedia thing and then it explained it. I'm like, okay, that makes sense.
0: And I don't know if it was a hard, like how hard and fast that rule is because in the set, the first hand scene's a the setup. The second hand scene is when there's the smaller crowd and then they're just like, basically, <laughs> I love that sequence. They're, they're basically like, their version of partying is just getting possessed like one by one kind of thing. it's kind of like um flatliners I, I don't think you've seen that but like in that movie they like basically like stop their heart and then that feeling of being dead is like euphoric for like you know a couple seconds and as long as you bring yourself back you bring yourself back with the heartbeat thing and then you're like oh you're back and you're like oh that was amazing like it's very similar yeah to,
1: i'm not to, fucking with life and death here
0: <laughs> that's the whole thing is like and i'm thinking back to real life like in real life if i saw like hard drugs at a party. I'm at the age where like, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm not too, I'm not going to mess with that. But if I see mystical hand and people are claiming it's real and I'm like, I don't really believe it's real. But then they see the YouTube videos with with the face stretching. I'm like, I mean, if it's something, I'd give it a try, and then I would immediately. And then, as soon as I saw the person in front of me, like the decay, because when they grab the hand, they see like a random roulette wheel of someone, uh, some other cursed person from uh, some other time. I guess is what we're supposed to believe by the end of it. Like as soon as I see that, I'm like, oh no, nope, nope I'm, out, I'm out. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I didn't believe it. I don't believe it. I'm sorry. I did me too. Like that's that's basically what I'm doing there.
1: <laughs> so, like the 90 second rule on Wikipedia is explained if you are talking to this ghost for more than 90 seconds and the ghost stays with you. But if you blow the candle out and you stop prior to 90 seconds, it just passes. So that's, that's why in right, Ry- when, um, Mia encouraged Riley to keep talking to the ghost because it was their mom, that's why the ghost stayed with Riley because they didn't blow out the candle less than 90 seconds.
0: Okay. All right. I no, I, I don't I think that it. was
1: well explained, but that's, that's what Wikipedia said. Did you get confused about The motivation of the ghosts. So I think the ghosts just fuck with you however they want. Like, I think one person even said, they just see what you want to see. And then, so it seemed like Mia's mom was manipulating her to just get Riley's soul so they can just fuck with the soul in their little lives. It's just, what did you think like the ghost motivation was?
0: So I think, and I think it works twofold here. So for movie motivation, like literal, I think, yeah, the creature is like interested in collecting souls in its domain, like in its purgatory or whatever. And in order to achieve that, it promises things to people. And that's kind of how like the drug metaphor works here. So like the, why is she, why would someone who lost their mom take a bunch of drugs? It's like, oh, she, she OD'd herself so they got that and it's like oh i'm soothing pain uh oh it's okay it's not your fault like all that kind of stuff works in like du- in two- twofold so it's like the the creature is using like our um our weaknesses, are like, wanting, our loneliness, our, our missing, all of that, and then manipulating that into sucking us into its world, because all that it really, it's just like, like, drugs, like, it's like, it's like a promise of, like, oh, this feels so good, this takes away all my problems, and I don't even think about things, all the while, it's sucking you in, just saying, you need me, you need me, like, I, like, only keep me right? mm-hmm. around, that's, and that's, like, what's good about, like, the, when it's, the mom in the ghost vision, she says things like, like, trust, like, trust me. Like you don't trust the, the don't trust your dad. Like she's lying. He's lying to you. I love you. Yeah. Like, like, and that's what, that's what's like. I love you. I keep you safe. Like it's, it, kind of remind, it was reminding me of, uh, I don't know if you've seen Requiem for Dream, but that's like one of the quintessential addiction movies. And it's like, it, it's, it's very similar. Like you love the, you love your drug. Like you love a person or like, you know, a passion. It's, and I think it works here.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Because sometimes the ghosts were random. And, and But then sometimes they did mean something. And what because did you think? Sometimes they helped.
0: I loved how brilliant the reveal. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes they help, but sometimes they're fucking weirdo creeps. Because, of course, they would be. Logically. <laughs> like, who are the weirdos in the history of time who fucked with this thing so bad that they got trapped? Like, it makes sense that some are innocent and some are complete degenerate weirdos. There's a lot of, like, weird sexual creep creepy people in there that like suck on I made the toe scene the sucking on the toe scene
1: oh my god
0: I I made out like that is one of the simultaneously funniest scariest and grossest scenes I've ever seen it's and it does all the it, it furthers the plot and, makes, and it all makes sense in, like, the, the flow of the movie. You know, remember the one I'm talking about, right? Where she's sucking on the phone.
1: Oh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: and, and listeners, I'll repaint the picture here. Like, this is, like, two-thirds into the movie. She's really deep into her psychosis now. And she's sleeping, in quotations, with the one friend guy. And so she starts.
1: Daniel or was it Daniel?
0: Yeah, Daniel. I think it was Daniel. And so he starts, she starts hallucinating in her sleep that there's like uh, another one of the demon spirit creatures in the corner. It's like this decaying old woman. And, and she starts, she's just like kind of that creepy crawl on the floor that freaks you out in horror movies. And it's, it's done in like a very deliberate way that feels like feels Lived in, and she starts freaking out like helplessly, and she starts sucking toes. Like just the specificity <laughs> of that, I've never seen a demon suck toes. Like it's it's not like roaring at you or clawing at you. It's doing something so so violating and yet so benign. And then she's freaking there. out, and then it cuts to her doing it with the possession. It's it, it works on it works very well. I I, I was a big fan of this, the, the toe sucking scene. <laughs>
1: There were a couple horny ghosts out there.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of there was one that was all like ooh, I like you pretty boy. One of the first ghosts I think was like uh doing yeah. little kissy faces. Yeah, very interesting. What did you think though so, uh, Oh good, ahead, good. Ahead.
1: So if you were Mia's friend Jade, would you forgive Mia as fast as Jade did? If I was Jade, I would be like this friendship is forever over. Like I said don't do this don't do the spell thing on Riley and then they, she go ahead and did it, and then Riley's life is forever fucked up. I would be like, get out of the hospital, like, get out of the state, like, we're uh, no longer friends at all.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. I, that's, like, especially, especially in this scenario where, like, you know what the thing is you're fucking with. Like, I, again, like, it sounds like you were on the fence. You probably wouldn't have even tried it in the first place, and I said, if I did the hand thing... And I saw the dead person across from me, I would be, be, be like, oh, no, nope, I'm out, I'm out, I'm, out, I'm out, just kidding, sorry, I'm done, I'm not gonna do it anymore, I promise.
1: Exactly, st- like, would you let Griffin do it?
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly, you stick into the, like, even if you, even if you fucking weirdo is like, oh, the euphoria was worth the dead person that I got to inhabit me, or whatever the hell was going on, like, uh, no, I would never want that, I would never, no one in my life, I would, it would be like, if I, got addicted to drugs be like oh they feel really good i don't want you to get addicted to drugs like this is stupid (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i I was gonna say i really like the like i I don't know if you had any more other points but i like how this movie ends a lot the last five or ten minutes because it's hard to end movies like this it's hard to end horror movies satisfying because you either have to defeat the horror and then you have like a cliffhanger like oh the hand coming out of the grave like oh is it you know uh, is there gonna be more or you have to have like the tragic ending but if you do the tragic ending it has to be like a satisfying poetic you know it has to make sense otherwise you just have i don't know ghosts kill everybody and then the new family moves in the house boring so this ending what did you think of it
1: um, so part of the ending is when she killed her dad. So when that happened, I was kind of, I did not see the coming. I was kind of like, Oh my God. Like she, mm. she's done for, she's off the deep end. She doesn't know what she's doing. Um, and I just, I started to dislike Mia's character. I don't, well, I mean, oh. she just didn't know what was real. Well, the fact that she thought it was a good idea to, kill riley because it put it out of her misery like i would still keep troubleshooting like how they try to <laughs> I, how they i would like how they try to you know have him hold the hands and blow the candle out i would just yeah, try to yeah. do stuff like that rather than put him out of his misery even though i know that her mom like told her like that there's no other way to do it
0: it's I also I, know, I,
1: I would be like let's do it with like the left hand let's do it with, like let's let's try the left I don't know I would I would again keep troubleshooting to figure out how to save him rather than just like throw him in the
0: highway <laughs> I would say if we're yeah fixing horror movies that's I I can understand that one although I the reason story wise I forgive the choice is because we have a setup earlier in the movie that will I that, know
1: that, the kangaroo
0: yeah, that's right if we uh. didn't have the kangaroo scene I would 100% agree with you and be like oh can't we try more things but because it was specifically that character who said put it out of its misery and then like I, I like it's basically I, I, I bet like again if you're writing a script and you get to that point oh shit we're at the, the point in the script. Uh, this doesn't quite make logical sense. How can we make it make sense? And then you go back in the script and, well, what if on the way home and when they were, you know, driving home, they saw the kangaroo and the kangaroo was sick and it was hurt. And then there we go. And then you write that little 90 second scene and then boom, you fixed it. <laughs> That's, uh, I don't know. But, like, I did you see, like, I, I like the, it makes obvious sense, but, like, the final wraparound is basically she's going to push riley into the streets at like a like a overpass like a highway on ramp um because that's what ghost mom demon is telling her to do and like there's also there's also the the rotting guy in the chair who i guess is like a represent a representation of like the evil spirit in that area i guess is what we're supposed uh, that's what you took from that the old dude in the wheelchair at the end
1: yeah that that is creepy as fuck
0: Yeah, so there you go. A representation of the demon. And so she, instead of killing the girl, or killing the uh, Riley, uh, uh, kills herself. I don't know if intentionally. But then we get, like, weird time-lapse shots of, like, she's in the road, and then it, like, time passes really quick, and then it's in the hospital, And she sees her dad in the hallways, like, walking by but can't quite see. And, like, oh, we see the kids recovering and, like, a bunch of time is passing. But, like, she's experiencing it differently. And the lights are shutting off and the hallways are changing and everything seems so distant. And all of a sudden, the room goes dark and there's a hand sitting at a table. A little candle on it. Just a regular human hand. And she goes over. She sticks her hand there. And it's fucking... Some other bozos and some other party in some the other game. part of the world, fucking playing the game, and she's sitting there. And she's the, ah,
1: it's so good. I loved it. I loved that, it. That <laughs> that was that was really good.
0: I, I um oh could you, I couldn't think of a better ending. I would if I wrote that idea, I'd be like, damn, I'm so proud. I would pat myself on the back. I'd be so happy.
1: Somewhere in the movie, they said that like the other hand is out there or something like. So this hand got preserved, and it right. wasn't the hand of Satan or the hand of like someone who worships Satan. I thought the other hand was gonna come back around in the plot somehow.
0: Maybe that, if they make a sequel, the second hand comes in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Righty. I
0: I don't know. Like this is the thing It's, like it's so good. I can't like I would hope you won't don't make more sequels because they would just be like cheap rip offs unless it's like Creep Two. And then, like, because, like, we love Creep, and then Creep 2 is different, but the same, and still great. Like, what if, what if maybe they could make the sequel with the other hand? I don't, I, you'd have to...
1: Oh, yeah, but the sequel would have to be all new characters. Like, I think these characters are done. Like, I wouldn't want to see them again. They did a great job, but I don't think, like, Jade and no. me need to come back.
0: And I think it makes sense to do, like, a do like... If we're talking if we're talking a franchise like you, you just jump to a different place in a different time and in order to make it work you have to make the metaphor not drugs just make it something different like I, t- I talked about earlier where it was um, this reminded me a lot of it follows which is a metaphor for STDs, and um, and uh, smile which is a metaphor for like depression I guess or like mental illness I, I can't remember smile very well um, but uh, like you just have to tweak tweak your metaphor slightly. And then, who knows, at the end of that one, you could have, like, the ghost of, what's her name, Mia, be the hand that grips, and then, I don't know, do sequel bait. Uh, there's something there.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: And uh, I guess we're at the end of this one. Do uh, you recommend Talk To Me, Jess?
1: Yes, and I hope that, are they brothers or friends? Like, these two guys continue to make more movies, because clearly they know what they're doing. They, I... I wonder if this is, like, extremely popular in Australia. Like, if everyone's talking about it there, since that's where it came from. And it, like, trickled down to the US. I don't know, but it's good.
0: That's the thing is, I don't know how popular the Filippo brothers, Danny and Michael, I don't know how popular they are in Australia if they're, like, because, like, like, there's a couple YouTubers here that, like, even mainstream people know. I don't know if they're like that to Australia. But it, either way, I mean, they made a very, very competent movie. Original. Interesting metaphors uh well written it, uh, the a- we didn't talk much about the actors everyone uh, the, the lead is very good sophie sophie wilde I, I don't know her from anything but if she's in more things ever everyone pulls their weight here and yeah talk to me recommend it very highly uh one of the one of the best of the year probably the best horror movie i've seen so far 2023 so uh I agree. Two, I agree with that. two recommends for talk to me and uh, coming up, I think we're going to catch up on a stream movie or two and then theaters hopefully come back because uh, this was kind of the tail end of theater stuff. I think I said in the last one, a couple good horror movies out right now. But other than that, pretty, pretty barren. So if you have things to recommend to us, maybe this will be the good time to do that. Films with the women of my life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore pod host. And you can email the show films with the women at gmail.com. Thanks for being on Talk To Me, Jess.
1: Yeah, this is definitely going to make my top five at the end of the year, I'm sure. So thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> I, I'm going to try to get Nicole to see it to see if she's going to enjoy it as well, because then we would actually, because Mama K is not going to see it. So we, we would, if we ever, no, ch- absolutely not. L- 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 what was the winner last year, Black Phone? Like, I like, I'm going to say, I like this better than Black Phone. I mean, I, I know you and Nicole loved Black Phone, but I I was mm-hmm. really impressed by this. But, um, all right, till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening. And enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore pod host, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions.